Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Now one of the positive things that we're seeing in, in our finance profession is this growing acceptance that diversity is good for business and given the nature of our work is becoming increasingly more global, um, sometimes you know it can be quite difficult to start on how to get to best know and develop uh, relationships and influence with colleagues who come from different countries or from countries that we're less familiar with. I mean, it, you know, we've really been helped in this space by the, the better technology out there, particularly around communications, is that more and more of our teams are being increasingly made up with people and team members from many diverse experiences gained across many different countries. It's actually some of the, the more favorite conversations we have on Strength in the Numbers is how people have managed to adapt and get to, to better know and learn about how to do business in different countries. And like if I look at uh, our own team, uh, it has 10 different nationalities in four different continents when it used to be just two nationalities and two continents only a number of years ago. Uh, And yeah, like some of you might be thinking and saying uh, to yourselves, well, it's much more work arranging meetings across various time zones. And some some of us, we need to get up earlier or stay online later. But personally, I feel we actually do reach much better decisions together. Uh, I don't know how many times I've been helped out of various blind spots I've had just because I've been able to speak to someone else and bounce ideas off another person from a different uh, cultural or national cultural perspective. And I also find it's one of the fun things about trying to figure out how best to communicate with others as well and and really learning about you know how people in different cultures, the ways they do things, their national holidays, but some of their colloquialisms and sayings. And it's even more fun when you eventually get to meet uh, in person. But let's say you don't have the time to get to know colleagues from other countries. Let's say you've been invited to a meeting at short notice and you need to get a a position or an insight across uh, to the audience and also quickly build influence. So so where do you start? Well, I had a similar situation during the week just gone. Um, I haven't done much work with uh, Chinese colleagues before and I was asked by my team to get on a call uh, with some Chinese sales executives to better structure and amend their bid to take a more realistic account of profitability between the various different lines of business. And for most of us, it could be quite easy to jump to cultural stereotypes that we've been brought up with as kids. Uh, So I prefer to try and start, if I can, from some sort of theoretical grounding and adapt from there. Uh, For my part, you know, the Irish, uh, we have some favourable stereotypes, uh, easy going, easy to get on with. Uh, Most people, uh, we enjoy the crack. Uh, but other ones maybe are a bit more negative uh, in that uh, the Irish like to get drunk. I don't feel maybe are perhaps as accurate nowadays as they were maybe 50 years ago. But, you know, these things tend to stick. So instead, I like, as I said, to draw a baseline from some theoretical foundations. And I use Gert Hofstede's cultural dimension theory. Uh, some of you might be familiar with it. And it's really used to understand the differences in national culture along some similar dimensions. So... You, know, you can discern ways that business is done differently in different countries. Now, Hofstede identified six categories that define a national culture, but here I only share the main ones. And I think it's important to adapt from these dimensions because they are only a theory. We're still all unique individuals with our own stories, own experiences. So just be prepared to adjust and adapt your approach if it needs be. But a short notice is not a bad starting point. So I'll share the link with this post but I use a comparison tool from hofseedinsights.com and in this instance I queried both the Chinese and Irish cultures to see how I could become more aware of underlying differences perhaps between them 
uh, and overcome some natural inclinations that I might have to look at things a bit differently. And it turned out that a couple of the dimensions are broadly similar, but most we were actually different. Uh, for example, the power distance dimension, uh, China scored 80, which is relatively much higher than Ireland's 28 and suggests that those at the meeting I'd be attending uh, would accept inequity between various P&Ls, which is probably explain why the call was scheduled in the first place. Uh, so we could get a fair apportionment ahead of the bid. But also higher distance power cultures gave an advantage because they would respect bureaucracy and controls, you know, which were pretty good at implementing in finance. In Ireland, our natural inclination actually is not to be fans of bureaucracy. So I'm still wondering how I ended up in finance and accounting. But anyway, I would focus uh, the attention within the meeting on getting them to align with the bureaucracy and controls that we had in place for this. Another big difference was on the individualism dimension. In Ireland, our score is 70 relative to China's 20. So I would have to put a more focus on the we versus the I. So act in the interest of the group, say on a personal level, but not necessarily in the interest of those on the call themselves, even though I would be dealing with sales leaders. And there was also another big difference between China's 87 and Ireland's 24 on the long-term orientation dimension. This meant, again, that the, the leaders on the call would probably value pragmatism and would have a strong propensity to invest in the account in a sustainable way to achieve the right results. Now, there were a couple dimensions where we were fairly similar. Uh, we both scored relatively low on uncertainty avoidance, so we had a high tolerance for uncertainty, ambiguity, uh, risk-taking, but it would also suggest lax rules, regulations, and probably that's, again, how we ended up in the situation, the challenge what had been the status quo or the practice of doing things over time that needed to be better regulated. So again, in finance, in such instances, we also must insist on getting what was agreed minuted. So there's no ambiguity over what was agreed, despite probably our national cultures wanting to avoid doing that. But it would actually help us in the longer term. And as part of easing that pain of going against the grain, uh, both of our cultures scored high masculinity. So I'd also emphasise the importance of winning this bid together against the competition. So we did the call and I, I felt it went well, um, but it was also a lot more hard work than it would have been having had I taken the time to get the, the Chinese sales team uh, get to know each other a bit better in advance. Because you know what, the theory could have been wildly wrong as well. I mean, as I said, not everyone subscribes to their natural cultures. For example, not everyone in Ireland likes to get drunk or drinks alcohol. Or not everyone likes ambiguity here. So we made a commitment at the end of the call for a follow-up just to deconstruct the bid, what we learned, how we can get to know each other better in future on other deals and avoid these sort of last-minute calls just before we submit the bid. But the, another reason why I shared this comparison tool, it's a bit like how we deconstruct the experiences and advice and theories of the guest mentors who come onto our show. When they share with us what's worked for them, what hasn't worked, their hard-won lessons, you know, it's important to try and deconstruct and figure out some common steps we can all follow to see if it works for us or doesn't work, to see if it helps us become more influential in finance and allows us to make more of an impact in our organisations and find a bit more meaning in the work we do. So look, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please uh, share it with your colleagues and friends. They can subscribe on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube and Spotify. And we really appreciate you investing your time with us today. So until next time, take care, stay safe, and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.